Ladies and gentlemen, federal employees, welcome back to this episode where, as you can see, if you're watching on the YouTube channel, we're going to be talking about the TSP mutual fund window. If you're on the podcast, I'm going to walk you through. I, I am sharing my screen on the YouTube channel, but I'm going to walk you through it just fine. And guess what? If you are a federal employee, if you are, if you're a federal employee and you're watching this, you're in an incredible place because here on the channel, we strive to produce content to help you to get the most out of your money to retire confident, to maximize your retirement benefits so that you know, moving into retirement, that you're confident and you're comfortable. You're excited for the next stage of life. So consider subscribing if you are a federal employee because we produce content just like this all the time. So let's dive in. So I have got so many questions here in the last couple of weeks, especially the TSP mutual fund window has become available. People are wondering, should I even consider using this? I know it costs more. What does that actually mean? What is that going to cost me? Is it worth the cost? And will it actually help you retire the way that you want and for you to have the retirement that you want? That's really, when when we're talking about anything financial, life insurance, TSP, investments, buying anything, anything to do with your finances, you have to remember, how is this going to help me get to my goals? That is what we have to bring it back towards. Whatever you're buying, I don't care. Is this going to help me reach the life that I want and dream about. And if so, great. If not, you throw it aside. So the first thing you have to know about the TSP mutual fund window is who is eligible because not everyone can use it. The first thing is, is that you have to have at least 40 grand in your TSP. And the reason is because first, the minimum amount that you can put over in the mutual fund window is 10 grand. And you cannot put more than 25% of your TSP dollars into the window. And, and let me actually walk you through, you know, how this is structured so you can understand the basics. Long story short, right now, most of you still have um, the core TSP funds, right? So what that means is over here in this bucket, you have the core funds. Over here in another bucket is the mutual fund window. If you want to use and invest in the mutual funds, you got to move money from the core TSP funds and move it over to the mutual fund window. Now, um, they're basically two different accounts almost, okay? They're both all considered like in your TSP, but for many purposes, they're two different accounts. And we'll talk about some of the ramifications of that here a little later. Um, so long story short, the minimum to get started is you got to move 10 grand from your t- core TSP over to the mutual fund window. And you cannot put more than 25 or 25% of your TSP account over there. So for example, if you have 100 grand in the TSP, you can't put more than 25,000 into the mutual fund window to, to use there. So that's the, that's the first thing you have to understand to see if you could even get in the game. And if so, okay, now let's talk about some of the other things. Now, there's 5,000 different options. When it comes to the mutual fund window, there's 5,000 plus different mutual fund windows. So there's no way I could cover all of them. Even on a, a 24-hour live stream, it would take me forever to get through all the different investments, the pros and cons, and all those things. Now, if there's if any ones that are interesting, you're like, mm, you know, that's half tempting. Put in the comments below. Now, spoiler alert, at the end of this video, I'm going to tell you why you probably shouldn't even be using the mutual fund window anyway. But still, if there's one that's tempting, you put in the comments below and we could all kind of look at it and see what we all think. And it's certainly, we, we all get better when we all learn and try together. So the, the next thing that is so crucial to understand here are the fees, okay? Now, I'm actually sharing a document that the TSP published last month. And if you want access to it, just there's a link in the description below. Check it out. There's a bunch of information. And I'm just pulling. I'm just presenting from that because often that's the easiest to make sure you have a visual and everything like that. 
So long story short, there's a few sets of different fees here, okay? The first is an annual admin fee of $55, okay? There's that. Now, there's a $95 annual maintenance fee as well. So there's those fees plus almost a $30 per trade fee. So like I was saying, to move money from the core TSP over to the mutual fund window and to buy something in the mutual fund window, hey, that's a trade, right? Anytime you move between the mutual funds, that's a trade. So you're, you're going to be paying money every time you make changes. So in reality, if you want to use the mutual fund window, yes, you're going to be paying these annual fees. But the more you try to day trade in the mutual fund window, the more it's going to cost you in these fees. Now, let's be honest here. If you have a million dollars in your TSP, the less these annual maintenance fees and things are going to matter because it's such a small percentage of your account balance. The smaller your balance is, the higher percentage these fees are going to be. So really, the bigger deal it's going to be for you. Now, it costs the same for everyone, but for those with higher account balances, it certainly is percentage-wise a, 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 a lot smaller of a deal. Now, the one exception to that is this fee, which kind of gets pushed under the radar, where it says other fees and expenses specific to the mutual funds you choose. Oh, nothing to worry about. Just the fees, you know, with the mutual funds you pick, whatever. Okay, so this is honestly where you can pay the vast majority of the fees, where you're going to make these mutual fund managers so wealthy, they're going to love you for it. They're going to retire off of your hard-earned money. They're going to love it. Now, that's why you have to understand what you're paying and fees are sometimes worth it. And I'll talk through when. Sometimes it's worth it. Often it's not. And let's talk through when and how that is. So basically, if you didn't know this already, your TSP funds, the C fund, S fund, F, or I fund, F and G funds, all those funds, they have fees. And if you don't, didn't know that, just Google, what is the fee for in the G fund? And it'll pop right up, okay? Um, you can find the fees for all those core funds. And the L funds are just a combination of the core funds, and so those are fees built into them as well. Um, and the mutual funds that you can invest in the mutual fund window have fees. Now, the biggest difference most of the time is the TSP is built to try to be very low cost. It's, it's not perfect. There's actually Vanguard and these other places outside the TSP now that tend to be lower cost. But in general, still, the TSP is very low cost. Now, if you look at these mutual funds, Many of them are not structured whatsoever to be low cost. So in some cases, you are going to pay close to 1%. Now, 1% may not sound very much, and, and it depends what you're getting for that 1%. If a mutual fund can guarantee you you're in six more percent in the market, awesome, great. You only pay 1%, you net five, awesome, that's wonderful. Well, can they do that? Well, the vast majority of the time, the average mutual fund, and even good mutual funds, maybe they'll they'll match the market, do the same thing as the C fund or the S fund. And if they beat it, they have to beat it above and beyond what they charge you in fees. It's very hard for the mutual funds in, in reality to compete with things like the C fund and the S fund because they're so low fee. So if you don't want to watch the rest of this video, the, the short story is it's probably, you're probably way better off just to stick with the core TSP funds. Could there be some exceptions in the mutual fund? Maybe, maybe. Maybe, depending on what you pick, and the luck of the draw of how they things do in the, in the near future. But the vast majority of the time, it's not worth the gamble. It's not worth the gamble trying to think, oh, I know how to pick the right mutual fund. I know how to pick it. I, I will find the right one that's going to perform better and beat the market above and beyond what they're charging me in fees. That's a tough game. 
that is a tough game, tough game to play, okay? So in reality, for example, if you have a million dollars in the TSP, let's just use that, um, a 1% fee is $10,000 a year. Now, I'm, I'm not opposed to fees necessarily. You know, some things in my life I pay a lot of money for, especially in, in my business, helping clients retire. I, some things I pay a lot of money for because it is worth it. It improves the lives of my clients or my life enough where it's like, yes, I'm going to pay that huge fee because it's worth it. The question is, if a mutual fund can't even keep up with the C fund or the S fund, but they're charging me a fee to do that, is that worth it? Well, um, my opinion is no, <laughs> no, it's not worth it. That's not worth it. Um, so food for thought, food for thought. Again, if something is worth it, awesome, pay for it. If it improves your life to such a degree, awesome, great. But you have to answer the question honestly, does it improve your life to such a degree to pay those sort of fees? Now, you'll be able to check on the, the expense ratios is what they call it or the fees of these mutual fund windows. And if you do invest in any of them, you definitely want to know what you're paying. That is a huge thing you have to know is what you're paying to invest in these things. Now, um, certainly there's risk, as it says here on the, in this part of the page, there's risk. But with any type of investing, there is risk. But even not investing, there's risk. If you sit in the G fund, there's risk. What if inflation goes crazy, which it has been, and your money can't, won't be growing here for the next 30 years in the G fund much? That is risky. That is risky. Your buying power is going to decrease every year for doing that. So there's risk everywhere. Just keep that in mind. And certainly in the mutual fund window, depending on what you pick, there can be even more risk depending on how risky some of the mutual funds intend to be. Now, one thing I want to mention that is important. So there's a section here that says, hey, you won't be able to make an investment election for contributions to go directly into your mutual fund window account. And you won't be able to request loans, distributions, or, or withdrawals directly from your mutual fund window account. If you need access the, to the money in your mutual fund window account, you need to sell shares and then request a transfer back to your TSP funds before requesting a withdrawal or distribution. So what does that mean? Long story short, again, like I was saying, you have to picture it like two different accounts almost. You have your mutual fund window account and you have your TSP core fund account. If you want to, use any of your money from your mutual fund window account. You got to move it from the mutual fund, sell the shares, pay a trading fee, use an interfund transfer, move it back to the TSP, and then you can distribute it, assuming you're retired or over 59 and a half and things like that. So again, you can't take a loan out of it unless it's over in the core TSP fund. So really what this is going to do if you're using it, it's going to create kind of an administrative nightmare where you can't even go directly into the mutual fund window from your paycheck, at least by the sounds of this, right? And as, as we get farther into this, it'll become more clear on what we can and can't do. But by the looks of this, it doesn't look like we can do that. So if you want to use it, it's going to be very manual to move stuff around, to make trades, which we know if you have to do something manual on a regular basis, the odds of it happening on a regular basis are very small, very small. So you want to come up with a plan that you can execute that makes sense for you long term. That is as simple and easy to actually do in practice all the time. That's the only type of plan that works over the long, time, the long term. Is something that's easy to remember, easy to execute, and that's the sort of plan you want. Now, I have tons of videos on how I think you should be investing in your TSP and how we have our clients investing in the TSP so that they can retire the way that they want to have the retirement that they want. So if you're interested in that, Go to, the, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe first, and then check out all, there's a playlist 
on the TSP and all the videos that I've done on it. There's so many, so definitely check those out. So I hope that was helpful. Have an incredible rest of your day. We'll see you soon.